If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What do you mean this isn't my house? You think I don't know which house is my house? It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Before we get to that, we don't do traffic. Partially because we're on 54 radio stations, so they vary in traffic quite a bit from there's none to the worst in the world, depending on which station you're listening to. Um, but uh, in San Antonio, a semi-truck flipped over that was carrying bees. Flipped over and broke open and bees went everywhere. Oh, man. 25,000 bees. That's a lot of bees. That's a buttload of bees right there. Uh, so that's really the end of the story. No one required a trip to the hospital. Everybody was fine. I wonder how you recover the bees. They're probably worth something. I know bees go back to hives. I don't know if they're, yeah. like, if you bring a hive out there and just, you know, put a, a vacancy sign on it, will they all just kind of funnel in or what? You got to find the queen, Jack. That's what I know about bees. They do what the queen tells them. Yeah, I tried to do that once when we had a wasp problem on our home, which uh, I talked about a lot back at the time. We ended up replacing the roof on our home, which is a very expensive thing because of wasps. And I know that sounds crazy. You think only an idiot would do that. But I had exhausted every possibility. Well, I didn't exhaust every possibility because there, hey, there are a number of people that want that thought if I got a flamethrower yeah. and flame through. <laughs> I have I have flame thrown. Uh, if I had flame thrown uh, underneath the tile on the roof, because it had this Mexican style roof with the tiles, and they would make uh, the wasps would make nests underneath there around the of the entire house, and it just it overwhelmed the house. And after like noon every day, you couldn't go outside in the summertime. We couldn't leave our own home afternoon. And I called the county, for instance, the county extension agent, to, to, to try to deal with that. And they called me from the road and said, we're not coming any closer to your house. What? Because it was like, I, and I've never been able to describe it properly. Nobody believes it. I've had people that came out there were amazed. It was like a horror movie. It wasn't like a couple of wasps. It was like deafening roar of a cloud of wasps everywhere outside of our house. 
I see beekeepers use that smoke thing. Did you try that? You tried to smoke them out? I tried all kinds of no. things. I hired a variety of companies. Did I bought... you ever buy a beekeeper outfit? Absolutely. Awesome. I owned one of those, and I'd go around spraying them, but I couldn't keep up. And they just kept spreading and spreading. And one of the things that I was told, right, if I could find the queen queen, I could make, really put a dent in it. But uh, I did some internet research, and it's a thing. There, there have been people that have been driven from various places by, by because it just... It exponentially grows, and you get more queens and more hives and everything, and it becomes a giant, more giant More queens? What, oh, what sort of governance is this? Yeah. It was crazy, though. A bureaucracy of queens. Oh, and then when I had my roof replaced, that was a very expensive deal because I had to I had to buy um, bee costumes for the people who did the roofs. They said there was no way they are going to take the old roof off with unless all the employees wore bee outfits. Makes sense. Oh, yeah, it did. God, what does a bee suit set you back? It's not very expensive, okay. but... It was that and a bunch of other kind of special kind of equipment. I think it, I maybe paid 150 bucks for a good one. That's a pretty good feeling, though. When you got the bee outfit on, you just feel invincible. You <laughs> walk up to a big nest buzzing with wasps. I don't care what you do. They're just bouncing off Smack of you. Smack them. Oh, you're getting mad, are you? Oh, does this make you mad? Bzz, bzz, bzz. Quit stinging yourself. Quit stinging yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hilarious. That is a good feeling when you hit a nest, though, with that spray, and it yeah. just freezes Isn't the that nest. weird? Yeah. There is some primal thing going on there where you're killing something that threatens your uh, your procreation. Because yeah. my kids got stung by wasps a lot. That's one of the things that finally was a, that's it. We're getting a new roof. I don't care what it costs. Sam got stung like six times when he was two years oh, old. Man. Oh, man. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. Uh, but yeah, when you kill, I've got a big wasp. It still happens out at the farm where they don't take over, but there'll be my my wife will say if I, there's a big one out at the barn, and I'll look up there, and there's a thing like the size of a big softball, mm-hmm. and there might be I don't know 500 wasps on there, and that new spray you can buy like Home Depot or wherever that stuff shoots 20 feet. Yeah. Nice. And so I'll just hose those things, and they start dropping dead, and the feeling of like yeah, you get from that is weird. And it's got to be some sort of primal. You think you're going to get me? I got you. It's the same sort of weird. It's not the same feeling, but I think there's that same. We've evolved to adapt this. Like when you're out camping and the fire first starts going and you're like, oh, yeah, yep. fire. Absolutely. Nice. nice. Look at what we did. We can survive another night. Absolutely. The other time is um, our, our field. When I used to water our field uh, for grass, for hay, I'd get those big sprinklers going, watering that field. And I would get this feeling of accomplishment and happiness. That was like falling in love or something, and I think it was just purely going back to when man discovered agriculture. Tending to the land, yeah. this this will lead to feeding me and the people I care about. I think it's a little bit of what you get from mowing a lawn on a, on yeah. a smaller level. It's like, I'm taking care of agriculture, which will keep the tribe alive. Yeah, that, that sort of uh, human thing of, of bending nature to our desires is, uh-huh. is, uh, is, is awesome. I hate wasps. Like, I have a hatred for them. Oh, I enjoy there, killing them. Uh, at least bees give us honey. We're wasps. What are you bringing to the table? I enjoy killing them. Uh, I wanted to get to this, though. This is uh, what I was talking about. What do you mean this isn't my house? So Brandon Lee, that's Pamela Anderson's son. Is that what you said, Michael? Yeah. With 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 what dude? Is it Tommy Lee? Yeah, I think it was with Tommy From Lee. Pamela Anderson? Yeah. yeah. Huh, I believe Sue. And he's probably like, I'm old, so he's like, what, 45 now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so do I, do I need to set this up first, Michael? Not or? really. You can play. It's pretty. Okay. Yeah, it explains itself. Man, I'm if here. you ever come Dude, to my I'm house nice. again, I'm gonna beat your skull in. Thanks. What's I'm wrong leaving. with you? I'm leaving. Get the I'm, out of here. I thought it. Dude, you just walk into my you front are, door. You don't even know who the I am. Dude, I thought you were the lawyer that I know. Do I look like a lawyer? Get the 
out of here. Did he buy it? What the f is wrong with you? I'm leaving. Get out. I thought the lawyer was still there. He was there a year ago. (laughs) First of all, first of all, I don't expect such language out of the son of Motley Crue's drummer. No. Class it up a little bit, Brandon. (laughs) And and Pamela Anderson. I don't expect. You ever watched a Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee Boat sex video? Uh, no. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny such things. <laughs> but I was a teen uh, and had access to the internet around those times. God dang it. Um, anyway, so... Why are you trying to honk with it? <laughs> did they nail down whether this guy accidentally walked into his house or was it like there to rob him and got caught? Apparently the guy just accidentally walked into the house. He thought a lawyer still lived there. He huh. was looking for a lawyer friend and I guess he... Mm. Anyway. I just, that's his story. I'm not sure I'm buying that. I, How many lawyers is this guy friends with? Yeah... I uh, was attempting to get into somebody's house that wasn't mine once, and That's I, troubling. Uh, I'm being told. I've been told this story. I do not remember it. I was somewhat inebriated, and uh, all my friends were yelling at me, that's not your house. And I kept saying, yeah, what do you mean that's not my house? Well, just, I live in a house. I never got actually up to the door. They were able to keep me from the door, but they were it's really good friends. working to convince Oh, yeah. You could get, absolutely get shot that way. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the only time I've done it, although, you know, it's hard, hard to say. But I was damn convinced that that was my home. Uh, you can't tell me where I can sleep. Well, you know, a lot of neighborhoods, the houses all look alike. And uh, this one for that one, uh, what was I supposed to do? Be a good way to get shot in the face, though. I was uh, rather remarked at, uh, it was remarkable to me how often when, when I was uh, living downtown, the downtown life, and I was walking distance from all sorts of places, uh, the, the amount of times where I was able to find my way back to my home, um, you, you somehow like, like a lost kitten, just knowing its way to, to get back. Weird. I have gotten lost, I don't know how many times, completely sober in my life. Drunk, always knew exactly where my hotel was, always knew the room number. Why, I don't know, but I could always... Just like a kitten getting lost. Just always know exactly how to get back somehow and the room number. That same night that I was uh, thought uh, the, uh, mistaken as to which place was my dwelling, um, my buddy had just bought a brand new car. And my brother and I were in the back seat. This was somebody's bachelor party. I don't remember. Anyway, we had been overserved, mm-hmm. And I started vomiting in the back seat of my buddy's brand new car. Hey, you got to break it in. And I rarely vomited as a drinker, rarely, like a couple of times ever. In fact, that might be the only one. Um, My brother, the military veteran. Sometimes you got to do that to keep the night going. (laughs) (laughs) Boot and rally. Oh, that's it. Well, we did one of it. Now it's time to rally. My brother, the military veteran, who may have been back from Iraq at that point, um, was laughing at me uproariously for being, uh, you know, uh, a pansy who can't hold his liquor. Mm Mm-hmm. For some reason, it kicked in on him, and then he started vomiting all over. And oh, we just, my God. We just, it's a family guy scene yeah, all of a sudden. It was a family guy scene. Grab my ears, Peter. Absolutely just filled the back of the guy's oh, uh, brand new God. car <laughs> that he was so proud of. He still talks about that. He still sends me a text about that every once in a while. <laughs> I haven't forgot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.